we'll just record it. Whatever. Okay. 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 You ready? I am. And action. Three, two, one. This is the Matt Muse Show with Matt Hunsler and Adam Musinski. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I asked if you were ready. I am. There you I go. Just, I just don't know what to, what to say. That's funny. So let's talk. We have a Red Wings captain now. We do. And it was, as of no surprise... Uh, Dylan Larkin, mm-hmm. which he I'm deserves okay. it. Yeah, yeah. There's only two guys signed beyond next year, and he's one of the two. And yeah, like I don't know, but it's I've watched. I think all their games, maybe not. Maybe I missed like one or two. I don't know, but it's just nice knowing that as bad as we are, one we've actually been somewhat competitive mostly through the game, which is nice. At the first game, what that grease guy, our goaltender face like 42 shots and only let two in like uh-huh. okay i mean our offense stunk because we got 14 so i was like all right we got some prospects of something good going out of it i don't know i just look at the salaries and commitments we have on contracts it's just like like next year we have one two three four five six seven eight nine people under contract so it's like okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was a little scared that was it the first game uh, Larkin gave up a turnover in his own zone. Yeah. And they end up scoring. Yeah. Oh man, he just gets the seed and he pulls that stunt, but I think he'll be all right. There's a lot of people more so than in years past. There's a lot of people super, um, I don't know if judgmental is the right word, but they're really cracking down hard on the on the Wings franchise because they're starting to get into phase two of the rebuilding process. Mm-hmm. And if things don't start going a certain way, they're going to catch a lot of heat from a lot of people, I think, especially the press. Yeah, I think this is like the first year of phase two. I think end of Ken Holland's tenure and last year was still phase one, and it was shedding bad contracts and getting out from under stupid crap because i mean yeah. we're still paying people that aren't playing through to like this is last year's zetterberg and um franz and i think too it's just like once you get those off like we'll have a clean slate we got the right guys committed for long term we got a couple guys that we have short-term contracts that as long as we play good we will extend them so i don't know it just it looks promising and hopefully it works out in the end i just i just need a detroit sports team to be relevant again <laughs> right i think they're them and the Tigers are probably your best bet. That's sad when the Tigers is right because <laughs> the Lions are honestly two gate two years away from not having a quarterback, if not less, and totally blowing everything up. The Pistons just keep signing random stupid people for long term, and it makes no sense in tying up way too much money. And yeah, and then the wings finally have like a sense of what they're doing. And I think the Tigers, like, it's just one of those slow and steady processes that a couple years they're going to be better. I mean, they were better. Speaking of the Lions being pathetic, um, I saw a 
news article that came out on January 7th. I'm going to saw it pop up today. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently in June of 2017, the Lions asked for money back from Kelvin Johnston. You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Are you serious? Seriously. Yeah, yeah like, like right after he retired. He retired in 2015, after 2015 season, so just over a year later. Yeah. Like a year they and a half like, later, they asked for money back. Yeah, like $1.5 or something. It was like his $3 million signing bonus or something like that because he didn't live out the life of the contract, and there has been, like, no communication since then about it, and he just is like, no, like, don't screw you guys. That's, I'm surprised you that's didn't know pathetic. that. I didn't. Yeah. That's why he doesn't like. That's why he doesn't come to games. There's a cat. I was just about to say. Screen. <laughs> this cat never hangs out with me. I'm really confused. He owns like a bunch of like marijuana dispensaries and businesses in Michigan. I saw like, that. He's he's, still I mean, he, even when he was playing, he was super huge on promoting uh, marijuana use for players, mm-hmm. which I'm by no means against. No, not at but all. The league obviously is. What in the hell is going on there? Oh my god. This cat's got a messed up claw. Oh gosh. (laughs) I'll show her later. So that looks kind of painful actually. Right. What do you think of Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn being hired? Which I don't know if you're Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator. Yeah, I saw that earlier. I I don't know what to think anymore. Quite honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the right answer was. I mean, it was, it was a difficult one to two weeks where, I mean, shoot, there was seven, I think, head coach positions open in the NFL, Mm -hmm. and. You know, Houston signs this person, and Jacksonville signs this person, and on and on and on and on. I'm like, all right, where's the Lions? And they were the last ones to sign, it seemed like. And yeah. it's just – I feel like we let a lot of people slip through the cracks, unfortunately, for head coaching position. GM, I don't know. We yeah. haven't been able to find a good GM in 50 years, it seems like. My so. only hope was Lewis Riddick just because of the name, and I like the guy. <laughs> like, But yeah. Brad Holmes seems like a pretty good guy, too. And like he definitely has experience in recruiting – or not recruiting, and like scouting and stuff. So hopefully that helps. And I don't know. Like like, like you said, like it's not – wasn't a big splash on either end. So it's like, okay – but I'm, I'm hoping we got a couple dark horses here. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what you hope for. But it's like, it's just the Lions. So you just expect the worst. Like, it's not like when they hired Mooch, you know, everyone's like, oh, we got Steve Mariucci. We're going to win a Super Bowl. No, they're not because you're Lions. But like, no, it's like when we nothing hired exciting. Patricia, too. I mean, yeah. everybody was super pumped about that. And nine and seven because not it good came enough. from the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'd kill for nine and seven. <laughs> oh, dude, me too. <laughs> I'd kill just to be competitive. I'd kill to have nine wins in two seasons at this point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we almost did. We were at five, we did, didn't we? Did we? I thought we were five and eleven this year. We yeah, three but, and thirteen last year. That's only eight. I thought we had, I thought we had four wins last year. I don't yeah, you're think right. So. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> I think it was three and thirteen. But we're not bad enough to make sure we get like the top three pick. 
we're not good enough to make the playoffs. We're just in the middle, which is like what the Pistons have been doing for the last decade. No, I like that number seven spot because there's no one there that's going to be <laughs> helpful. The wings just get screwed, though, out of first uh, No, 2019, we were 3, 12, and 1. Yeah. Not 3 and 13. Oh, like, yeah, 3, okay, yeah, that's true. 3, 12, and 1 because of Arizona. But still, that's only eight wins in two seasons. Give me nine. Oh, that's, that's pathetic. <laughs> I am very surprised to see Urban Meyer back. I, and even more surprised to see him in the NFL. I am shocked. Like, won the NFL. And, like, he walked away from Florida because of health reasons. And he walked away from Ohio State because of health reasons. I thought he was done. Like, mm-hmm. good is gone. Like, he'll go get the cushy job that he's had in the booth and whatever. But then, yeah, when his name started circulating, I'm like, well, those names always circulate. You know, Gruden circulated for 10 years before he ended up coming back. I'm like, no, he's, he, I think he's done. He said two health scares. He's done. He's done. And then of all teams, Jacksonville is like, oh, yeah, we're going to hire him. They probably gave him a boatload of money. I haven't seen oh, him I before. Can't, I, haven't, I haven't either. I can't wait to see no, what that contract is. It's really just going to be, can you develop Trevor Lawrence in a defense? And if you can, great. If not, well, we'll see you later because we're still Jacksonville Jaguars. I bet you they, uh, they were paying him more money than what Tennessee paid their players. No, probably. You that? Yeah. <laughs> I saw sacks of today. cash. Yeah. Sacks of money. <laughs> sacks of money. Sacks of money. <laughs> Incoming freshman. Holy uh, crap. Isn't it weird to I think sack of money. Jacksonville is like three years away from being like two plays away from the Super Bowl and having the one of the most stout yeah. defenses ever seen? Saxonville. And, yeah. And now they're one in fifteen and going to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, um, but they're a better team in Detroit, I think. <laughs> Everyone's a better they had team one win. in Detroit. They had one win, but I think they're a better team in Detroit. So, who? Luke and they're Cole? already talking in Detroit that they don't know what the future of Matt Stafford is going to be. Oh no, no one does. He has two years left in his contract, and it's. That's a terrible way to go about things. New coach, new GM comes in. You're not sure about the only player in the team that makes a difference. Right, exactly. That's a bad headline and already. Like, who are you really going to get that's going to make a difference this year? Nobody. Oh, nobody. Not where we're drafting at. No. Like, so even if you do draft a quarterback, which if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do, then you got to let him sit for at least one year. Then do you really trust him to take over after sitting only one year? I mean, no, no. Yeah, Pat Mahomes did it, but that doesn't happen every day. No, there's not going to be another Pat Mahomes for a while. Sorry. Right, exactly. Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. I like, and he likes it in Detroit and everything. His family likes it. And I don't know. I, I'd love to see him retire a lion. Do I think it's going to happen? The business side says no, but my heart says yes. I'd love to see him do something with his life. Yeah. He'd be well, a Hall of Fame quarterback with. A Super Bowl. Oh, easily. He's already on the front. He's already on the front. His numbers are there. It's just the, yeah, play, the playoffs, the division. <laughs> right. That's just it. That's the one thing. His wins are missing. His Super Bowl is missing. And his uh, conference or division championships, whatever you want to call them, aren't, aren't there at all. He's going to get in the same reasons that Kelvin Johnson got in, same reasons Barry Sanders got in. It's because I've played for long enough and I was the workhorse. 
Right, exactly. I was the only reason we won those three games that year. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. legit. <laughs> like, we were 3-3, three and three, you got yeah. hurt, and then we lost. <laughs> yeah, there was a comparison I saw between uh, DK Metcalf this season and uh, Kelvin in his season, that same – this is rookie year, right? Second, yeah. second year. Second year. Yeah. yeah, sophomore year. So they looked at the first two seasons – and Metcalf, and they went through all the stats and how elite he is and how big and huge and strong he is. Mm. And then they went through Calvin's, which is very similar, albeit a little bit less in some areas. And then at the bottom it said, but he had John Kitna. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. It wasn't until 2009 he got Stafford. Yeah. Even that, it took Stafford, what, three or four years to actually get healthy and play healthy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm excited for the future, but I always am, and I never should be. I know. Oh, well, now that Matt just spilled his beer. I didn't. What, I saved it. Oh, uh, what you drinking? I am drinking a. Beer that's not released yet. This is Perrin. 5910 from Perrin. This is the uh, new IPA that is releasing uh, April 1st. This is what I have to give you a couple of cases of tomorrow. I'm excited. It's um, 7%. Very hot forward. Um, still get a little West Coast inspiration, but a lot drier and hoppier than 98 Problems is. I'm pretty pleased with it. Nice. I'm super nervous, as I had told you, and I'm very happy with how this turned out. I'm excited to try it. I am drinking. I probably do these people like every other week. Austin awesome Brothers again? Yeah. Oh no, it's been it's been a couple weeks actually. Since Snake it and Moody. No, no. I, then I did Cuckoo for Cocoa right before oh. the holidays. So this is the first one of this year. Uh, I said a little 45 are going on, you know. I'm a I'm a 45er fan. Yep. What's the ABV on that? About six and a half? Seven. Oh, maybe it's the same beer. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> They're heads together. Right. Hey, this works. So <laughs> we have the best name for this podcast episode now. Since you're drinking 5910 and I'm drinking 45er. It's 591045. No, it's fifty nine forty five set hike. <laughs> <laughs> like so you. I was watching the the Packers game the other night. Um, my parents came over and watched the kids, and we ran a couple errands, and they stayed for dinner. And my dad and I were watching the Packers game, and every time I watch Aaron Rodgers, I don't understand how they can keep his cadence straight because he just says. Re-19, and he says over and over again, different rhythms. And he never says hut, never says hike. He just says re-19, re-19, and then they snap the ball. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're looking for just the There's, difference in his voice or what, but it's uber confusing. Yeah, there is one word I know I've heard him say a couple of times, and I can't remember what it is. But it, it's just like Peyton Manning always said, what would you say? Let's stay Omaha. Drew Brees Omaha. is always Omaha. kill, 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 kill. But basically, like, 
you know, there's in the huddle, they say, okay, here's a B C play. And those are always Nate, like in the, when they go up to the line, they're always named the same. It's just, you need to realize what plays being called. So, but yeah, I've heard him yep. say a couple things, but yeah, it's always great team. Great team. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, That's funny. That'd be confusing. Um, speaking of Drew Brees, sounds like he might be retiring, which is yep. sad. Yep. Well, he's he got the a... contract with NBC already. Uh. <laughs> so he's set. He does have yeah. another year left on his contract, but I don't know how after being injured last year with what the back I think it was, and then this year with the ribs and the lung collapse. Yep. Like I don't know how you could be like, ah, I gotta give it another go. Like, no, those, like his his offensive line is not as stout as it had been in years no. past. His he's still yet to get a receiving core and they get a decent defense, but he was doing a lot. It, and it's is, only fitting that him and Brady played each other for his possible last game. Right. And they got a lot of decisions like contract wise to make. And they're going to be in some trouble if he does come back of trying to keep that team competitive. Yes. Mantha with the power play goal. He was just like strolling around the ice and it bounced right to his stick and he put it in. Money. 1 1. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, you've been fine since we like actually started recording. Okay, good. So I just realized I never turned the microphone on. <laughs> oh, so I was going through your computer. Through the computer. Yeah. That explains it. Why? Yeah, because it like <laughs> kept like going like you'd be quiet, but I'd hear the background noise louder. So it was just trying to pick up whatever noise it could. Yeah. So yeah, I never heard my uh, microphone on. <laughs> that is hilarious. I looked over and like, oh. The light's not on. The best part I is I never check mine. And this time, like right before I like, got everything set up, I went to check what one it was on. And it was on the computer and I changed it to the microphone. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it was my fault. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, uh, I hate to see Tom Brady succeed because I'm not a Brady fan. But I, I there's no way they beat Aaron Rodgers. It would be... A huge upset. Huge. But Brady's got all the receivers. And Aaron Rodgers has one of the best receivers, but Brady's got – he legitimately has three receivers he can go to every single play and they'll catch anything he throws away. Oh, he's four if you count Gronk. True, yeah. You know, um, if it was New England going to Green Bay, I'd say there's a chance. But I don't know how that team – will respond in the 20 degree snow cold wind that it's going to be at Lambeau like Brady I think will be fine but it's the rest of the team that I'm worried about having been there already and used to the warm weather not used to always playing in the cold haven't been making the playoffs they haven't been playing late in the year this is Rogers first NFC championship at home which I didn't realize well he's only been to two Super Bowls He's won one. Yeah, but he's lost. They've lost a few NFC championships, I feel like. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, this is his first one at home. That's crazy. Which I also thought was pretty interesting this last weekend. Um, the In the AFC, Baker Mayfield was the oldest quarterback left playing. 
And in the NFC, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady <laughs> still playing. That is hilarious. <laughs> then you got uh, what's his face in Buffalo? Um, Josh know. Allen. Josh Allen. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Baker Mayfield's the oldest quarter was the oldest quarterback left in the NFC. The location here. Wild man. Yeah, Santa Green Bay. They played in 07 in Green Bay. Is that Rodgers? Or is that Favre? That might have still no, been Favre. We're going we're gonna to look that up. Oh, if they played in Green Bay, it must have been Favre. Yeah, that was the last. Yeah, Brett Favre announced he would return for the 2007 season. Yeah, that was Favre. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, so since then, they've, let's see, obviously 2010 when they won, won the Super Bowl. Uh, 2014, they lost. 2016, they lost. And last year, they lost. Yeah, so, yeah, he's only been in the Super Bowl once and won, but that's crazy. That's the first one, or first time, considering he's always, like, year after year, renowned as the best quarterback in the league which this year I think he definitely is, which is weird because last year they thought, oh, his career's over and he's going to not be with the Packers much longer, this and that, and Matt LaFleur's moving on from him already. It's I always found it wild that as great of a quarterback he is, he always had issues with the Lions. He would get injured against the Lions. It would always come down to a Hail Mary against the Lions. Mm-hmm. Granted, we would almost always lose. Oh, easily. <laughs> he always had issues with the Lions. And I just don't understand why, because he's so good. <laughs> it is the rivalry game aspect of it's someone you see regularly. It's someone that, I don't know, you see twice a year, every year. You play a little harder. The Lions play a lot harder when they play the Packers, Bears, and Vikings than they do anyone else, even though they always lose. But, I mean, when we, in like 2018, the Lions had the best record inside the NFC North in the last 10 years. I don't know what it is now. But they had it by like a ton. This is crazy. Hold on. Say that one more time. In 2018, like for the previous 10 years, the Lions had the best record within the NFC North, like playing each other. Really? Yes. I do not know. I remember talking about it on the podcast. I don't know if it's still going on because I don't think they've they might oh, they beat the Bears this year, but that's pretty much it. So they haven't been winning. I don't know if they're still the best record, but they had it by quite a quite a large margin. They just lost every other game they played for a while. Huh. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy to think about. And like someone mentioned it on the radio that when about it, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like I thought about it, like just recent history at that point. I'm like, well, yeah, we beat Minnesota twice. We split with Green Bay. We beat Chicago twice last year. Did that the year before, did that the year before. I'm like, we might have the best record. And, yeah, I was like, holy crap. That's a difficult thing to uh, Google. <laughs> oh, I definitely think so. You got to do, like, pro football reference head-to-head. That's not even by conference, though, or division. Uh, I just saw pro football. 
we might have to look this up and then come back to it next week if we can't figure it out. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll come back to this. Exactly. Huh. We'll make a note. We'll revisit this next week. <laughs> Unless for some reason we figure it out as we're both Googling as, we're, as well as podcasting. So this is so stupid. I found another website, AmericanFootballDatabase.com or something Ooh. like that. And it's just uh, the Wikipedia article copied and pasted. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. That doesn't help me. No. Oh, screw it. I'll figure it out later. Right. It is very interesting, though, the fact that we're still somewhat relevant. But right. granted, it's only four teams. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I can find, like, really quickly is head-to-head record total, like, of all time. Yeah, like sure. Lions versus Packers. Lions have like 108 wins. The Packers <laughs> have like 5,000. So. Um, I think I had to like I figure this out. I'm pretty sure I had to like go through ESPN's like schedule and results <laughs> and figure this out. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that the Packers have more wins over the Lions than any other team has over another team. In the oh, I believe it. I think that is still accurate, which is pathetic. Oh, 100%. Yeah, this is kind of <laughs> difficult. We're still looking for this horrible, horrible radio slash podcast, well, whatever. Yeah, it is. It, it is. it is pretty bad. <laughs> oh, here we go. Wow. Uh, NFC North standings from the last decade. That'll work. So two years ago, three years ago, I guess now lines are number one. Now we're last. <laughs> oh no, this is oh this is total games though. Oh never mind. You know. You're not solving anything. No, I'm not. I thought this was like money in the bank. It was nothing. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, man. <laughs> Should we do our top six so we could have something else to do? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) All right. So this week's top six is sitcom celebrities we want to meet. So how hard I have I have this figured out two different ways because I wasn't exactly sure after you asked this to me I wasn't exactly sure how you want to do it like if I want to meet that person as the sitcom actor or actress or if I want to meet that person as the real life person I went as real life person I see where you're going though but due to their character though huh like I want to I want to meet these people based on the character I'm seeing so I would still like, like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Sure. So I'll go first. So my number six then would be, I want to meet Al Borland because I like <laughs> him in Home Improvement. <laughs> Is it because he's like your doppelganger? <laughs> it's so true. I guess you kind of like a little like, he's a little bit like, <laughs> That's hilarious. 
my number six is Tim Allen. <laughs> I want to hear about his drug stories. All That's of them. right. He got arrested for coke. Yeah. <laughs> With the intent to sell. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That was a long time ago. It was like in the 70s, I think. Yeah, it was like 74 or something. He like wasn't even like anything at that time. But um, yeah. So I had a problem with this too. Okay. Was do I want to meet these people to talk to them or do I meet, want to meet them because they're hot? <laughs> so that's that's so, my, my issue. So, all right. Yeah, I, I had similar issues. So, I mean, I had some crushes watching shows growing up, you know. And, um, but I will say my number five is Neil Patrick Harris, not only because of How I Met Your Mother, but also Doogie Howser. Did you ever watch Doogie Howser? No, I did not. I haven't. Oh, I think it's on Hulu right now. Not sure. But he was like a, he was like a child doctor and he diagnosed all these crazy things, but he was a kid. That's crazy. I'll have to look that up because I'm watching, what am I watching right now? Uh, Jack Ryan, but that's only like 16 episodes. I'll be done with that soon. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, My number five is George Went. Norm, because he's funny, and I kind of relate to him when I go to G's. <laughs> You've taken my number one and number two people already, and you're only on your. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good list. Like I, it was difficult for me. Like I did. Like I could put all of these guys. Like these six are definitely my top six. So the order does not matter because they could all be number one. So I had to put him in order. Number one. So I was like, okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> my number, what are we at? Four. Uh, Danielle Fischel, a.k.a. Topanga Lawrence. She was on the short list. Oh, man. She was a babe. Still probably is not. I haven't seen a picture of her in forever. Oh, I'm sure she is. I, I just said that, and Shana's going to send the basement. She goes, <laughs> to bang. To bang. What did she say back there? I heard she her say goes, something. She goes, I think I even had a crush on her. <laughs> Didn't they do a reboot of Boy Meets World, like Girl Meets World? Yeah, and Corey and Topanga were the parents. They, they was it like the actual actors? Like Danielle Fischel was the actor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice actress, I guess I should say. Yeah. Huh. Really, the whole cast of Boy Meets World. Be cool to meet them. It's like, what was it like back in the '90s acting on a TV show? Right. Uh, my number well, four. Yeah. Kaylee Kuko. Oh. Nice. Yeah. I don't like that show though. What? Ace of Worlds for Day, my teenage daughter? Oh, I forgot she wasn't that. Wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, Big Bang though. Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't. No, I do. Not a Big I Bang, do. yeah. I felt uh, I, I first like 
fell in love with their on eight simple rules for Dave my teenage daughter. That's the only reason I watched that show. I forgot about that show. R.I.P. John Ritter. So, um, ones that just missed out, uh, Joe Rogan from TV Radio. Okay. He was, it was not a great show, but he was great in it. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart from Sabrina. Ray Romano. Ooh, that's um, So, just because he was in, like, one really miserable sitcom, David Spade. I'd love to meet David Spade. Dude, that would be hilarious. He was in Just Shoot Me. (laughs) I had, I was trying to think, I don't got my list in front of me, of like the ones I crossed out. Matt LeBlanc, Seinfeld. All of, all of Friends. All of Friends, (laughs) basically all of Seinfeld. The entire cast of Cheers. um, More of the people on The Big Bang. Ashton Kutcher. Um... Danny Masterson. I'm trying like I I put um Seth McFarlane on there, even though like he is technically in Family Guy. Like it's animated, but I mean he's still oh, he's, in, he's a uh, voice actor and he's in something else. He's yeah, in he's in something action. else. Yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a list probably like 30. I just had to like keep narrowing it down, narrowing it down, narrowing it down. <laughs> it wasn't that easy. So I pulled back up a list of uh, 80s and 90s sitcoms. Mm-hmm. I forgot about a lot of these. Oh, the ones that like I I forgot most about was the TGIF ones. Uh-huh. Like when I was looking this up, I was like, okay, I got it. Like be missing something. I ran off like 10 right off the top of my head. I'm like, okay, these ones. And then I'm like, wait a second. Let's Google this real fast. Do like 10 minutes of research. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Like who wouldn't want to meet Steve Urkel? Can I do that? <laughs> oh, a good one. That that was hard to get off my list. Uh, I'm leaving a suspense here for a second. Jody Sweeten. From Fuller. Uh, like, yeah. Especially on the Fuller House. Like, come on. That just yeah. like spoil your list. No, okay. no, you already know my top two. No, that's true. That's true. You only got one more to give. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was I, a lot. I already gave my number three. It was uh, David Spade. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, you're waiting on me? Yeah. No, I thought I thought we were waiting on you. My bad. I'm rambling. I'm thinking you you got the ball, but I actually have the ball. Don't no. want me uh, James Harden. Uh, Ted Danson. <laughs> He's been in actually quite a few sitcoms. Yes, he has. I've always wanted to meet him, and then I listened to the podcast with Dak Shepard, and we interviewed Ted Danson, and it is hilarious, and it just made me want to meet him even more. I still haven't listened to him. I listened to him another day. It's a fantastic one. Um, another one that narrowly missed out on my list was uh, Craig T. Nelson, a.k.a. Coach. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Love that show. So I'm going to give you my top two because we know them. you already said them. We just don't know the order. <laughs> it's Norm and Tim the Tool Man Taylor. <laughs> nice. Like Norm is Specific- just... Specifically nope. Tim the Tool Man Taylor, not from his new show. I don't mind his new show. It's funny. I don't either, but, but I like Home Improvement 
that's on my list of things to watch too is rewatch home improvement i have them on i can't find it anywhere really we bought them when we were in college so that was over 10 years ago damn hard copies yeah like (laughs) i got like the actual like seasons oh they scored again in my dvd storage area whatever you want to call it yeah but yeah him and then every you can't hate norm like no one can hate norm it's impossible are my funniest it's are my funniest are the funniest things right it's just fantastic uh my number two which i think you're not gonna like either because you're not a fan of the show is jenna fisher from the office plays pam yeah yeah, it's not that The Office is bad. It's not, I'm not an Office fan. I'd rather watch something else. I'd watch The Office every day if I could. You and a lot of people. I know, because we're normal. And we don't eat milk toast and eat supper either. I don't regularly I, 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 eat milk I, I, toast. Oh, 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 I never said you regularly do it. I just say you I do just... it. <laughs> when was the last time you had some milk toast? Oh, it's been... Shoot. Almost 20 years, probably. Oh, I thought you were going to say like 20 minutes. <laughs> I was no. hoping. I was hoping. <laughs> I was going to crack up. <laughs> Not a fan of the stuff. Uh, my number one, Robin Williams. Yeah. Working Mindy. And it took me a while like, to think of it. And I was like, everything he went through, his stand-up comedy is hilarious. Have you ever seen his golf creation skit? Wow! Yes. Uh, no, we're gonna put the the all oh, yeah hundreds of yards away. Oh, we're gonna hit it with a pool sticker and hit it with tire iron. <laughs> like <laughs> I still crack up all the time about it. We do it. We do it once. We're all done. No, we do it eighteen, 18 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, good. That was a good list. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Very. Uh, I was able to reminisce a lot. Yeah, it was good. I like doing that one. That one was good. We'll have to try to get back to some food next week. I oh, enjoy food. I made, maybe I told you about this already, but um, around the holidays, I made cow cheek tacos. Oh, you did not tell us that. So I'm assuming you've never had cow cheek before. Nope. Cheek meat from a cow. Like literally so, like from their cheek? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, it's a fairly tough, stringy meat, so you have to cook it for a long time. I cooked it for probably close to three hours, I think. Nice. And I made like a, I don't remember what the Mexican name is for it, but it, I basically I braised it. And I made like the sauce with roasted chili peppers and um, onion and garlic and tomato and water and a whole bunch of other spices. And I cover that with it in a in a um uh dutch oven and then just mm. filled it up with water and it just cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked and it's got the point where it's like fork tender oh my god is it good it's one of the best things i've ever made nice we actually so we had jameson's birthday party this past weekend so we made chicken waffles made the chicken in our air fryer which is phenomenal it fries are crispy i love that thing and he loves chicken and waffles and a lot of like my parents like never had chicken and waffles never had chicken and waffles. I'm like how have you had chicken and waffles matt yeah of course yeah. like who hasn't had chicken and waffles and there's yeah, like no I'm no I'm like, oh my god it's amazing like it's chicken and waffles and syrup and butter like 
everything you need. So then on Sunday, we ended up, because I got all this like cool, fancy Blackstone stuff, is I made fajitas on my Blackstone. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, cut the steak nice and thin, marinated it for like six hours and like a homemade marinade combo thing. Um, and then did the veggies and made like a homemade fajita spice and everything to throw on their seasoning at the very oh dude it was it was phenomenal they were so freaking good i had to get one of those things your blackstone yeah you do did you see i don't know if Corey, our good friend Corey, let you know what his girlfriend got him for christmas but he asked for a blackstone what do you get he got a griddle (laughs) <laughs> like a like a indoor like <laughs> he snapped it to me. He's like, it's not blackstone, but it kind of works. I'm like, yeah, it's not blackstone. I got a griddle too, and it's not the same. <laughs> so there's something That's about funny. The I cast talked to iron. him. I talked to him a few days ago, and he did not bring that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, snapped, he snapped me. I think I like New Year's Day about it or something like that. I was just cracking up. It was hilarious. <laughs> Like that is the <laughs> ultimate Blackstone fail right there. That's great. My griddle is great for pancakes. Pancakes. On I mean, Blackstone so is Blackstone. But... Yeah, everything's better on Blackstone. Whatever. I got. I got now. Like I a, bet you. I got three foot shelf, like plastic shelves next to it, full of accessories. It is. Awesome. I will say the only thing wrong with the Blackstone is you don't get that nice char mark on a steak i haven't done steak well i guess i did the steaks for the fajitas that's a different way to cook it but yeah i haven't done a steak yet i do got the the meat press though so i can still add some work to it my friend (laughs) not the same i know i know i know it'll still taste that's where i draw the line is a steak i got my charcoal grill out back still so yeah and you should always keep it because the other downside of it is you can't do indirect heat Yes. Yeah, that's actually one of the reasons why I just threw it behind my shed. But I was thinking like for beer can chickens and stuff, like we do that a couple times a summer or once or twice a summer or something like that. But it's like, yeah, I got to keep it just for that. I love beer can chicken and yep. can't do that, that with a Blackstone. <laughs> no, and I've done a roast on the grill a few times and the FT is yeah. in direct heat. And, yeah. yeah. But then that, they're great. Yeah. Word. All right, my friend. I'll let you go. Thanks, Sam Daddios. I will talk to it's you tomorrow. Real. Sounds good, brother. Talk to you. Thank God that